Impact, income, and influence. Do you want the most powerful, actionable takeaways from today's episode? Go to actionbullets.com to grab the quick, easy-to-read takeaways that will help you change your life and grow your business. Or you can click the Action Bullets link in the description below. Let's jump into today's episode. Welcome back to Grow Your Impact, Income, and Influence, the number one show for reaching millions. Today, we have somebody who will show you how to go from being nobody to being somebody, how to go from wanting to be the expert to being the recognized leader in your space in 90 days or less. She has amazing blue hair, a lot like my shirt. If you're not checking this out on YouTube, you should go watch it. We'll make sure that is listed down below for you. Please help me welcome to the show, Christina Hooper. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. You are welcome. So I'm excited to talk about today's show just because like, recognizing yourself as an expert and then getting other people to recognize you as the expert is the number one thing that I think can help grow your business and shift your mindset internally. I think so many people have a hard time making sales because they're like, why would anyone buy from me? And then they try to sell. And I think, you know, that doesn't work real well, but you're going to talk to us all about that. You're great at helping people jump into their expertise, but it wasn't always like this. So where did this journey start for you? You've been active in the online world for a little while now. Take us back to the beginning. I've been active in the online world for about 15 years. Um, Started in an engineering firm doing like software development and stuff, hacking their systems to make their systems better. Realized that was boring. There was a ceiling on how far I could go and said, screw this and jumped out. Um, just started helping people, running around helping people and wanted to work with small business owners and kept seeing them have the same struggles over and over and over again. Went from graphics design to web development to marketing to branding and just kept teaching myself and learning and helping and doing more. Um, all of that led into, you know, obviously what I'm doing now, helping people get out of anonymity and become an expert because it solves problems. And I noticed that it started solving problems for me when people started calling me like the insert, whatever they wanted to call me, the content queen, the copywriter queen, the expert at getting shit done, like whatever they wanted to call me. As soon as they gave me a label, I started getting referrals. I started giving testimonials. I started getting like all this cool stuff started happening. And it's like, dude, all you need is a label. Instead of trying to market a business, give yourself a label, own your label, and then you start getting referrals. So it's just what I started doing. Um, over the last two years, and it's been transformative, not just for sales, but for actually enjoying what I do every day. Well, that's, so. I mean, the first thing about attracting the people that you want is they have to know what you do. And if you say something like, it always cracked me up the people who are like, well, I'm sick of getting X people, right? Insert broke people there. Cause a lot of people say that, well, don't say that you work with newbies, say that we work with experienced people. The minute you put a label on something, people understand what you are. The thing that I laugh about, cause I feel like some people have taken this to the extreme. If your who I help statement or what you do statement has more than, I don't know, 12 words in it. Do you know what I'm talking about? The people who yep. are like, I help, I help insert like eight adjectives and then like three nouns, I, I'm not yep. doing it very well. You know, like I help driven entrepreneurial blonde superhero moms with eight kids become rock stars who make lots of money online in three hours a week. Like, yep. no, that's pretty accurate. I think I've heard a bunch of those. 
<laughs> like, whoa, 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 let's just back that up. Like, so tell me what is a good expert title? Let's start with that. I think that might be a good place to start. What was the first one you took? Oh, well, see, like I, I even got this wrong to start with for myself, right? Because I kept thinking that your superpower is your title. Like whatever you think you're really good at, that's the thing you should call yourself. So I said, I'm really good at, you know, helping people come out of anonymity and being an, an industry expert. But then what I realized was that your superpower is what helps you do that. So I had to really think hard. And it's like, my superpower is I'm really good at simplifying knowledge. So I literally, and I even have this over here, like I put it to remind myself, this is my superpower. Like I am a simplifier of knowledge. And it's something that I've been doing my entire life. It was the reason why everybody wanted my notes when I was in school. It's the reason why I attend events. Like people see me at these online events and they're like, ooh, ooh, ooh can I have your notes? Because they've seen my notes before. I've got people that got my notes a year ago at some random event and they see me again a year later. And like, I want your notes. It was like, that was my superpower. It was just consuming insane amounts of knowledge and then making it something that was easy and executable. And so I realized that was actually what I did. And if you go check me out on social media, you'll see that everywhere, but that's what I am. But then giving yourself that title, like I'm an expert at making experts. Like you really got to be short. You've got to be like three to five words, maybe. And it's got to be something that they want, right? Like, I feel like a yeah. lot of the ones that I see that are done poorly, it's about them, right? Instead of what does my ideal client want? My ideal, yeah. your ideal client wants to be an expert, right? That's a good thing that like people understand very quickly. But I feel like some people, because they, they want to be so unique and they want to have a really, I have to have my individual niche and like nobody else could have ever had it before. So I'm going to make up a term. Well, if you're going to make up a term, it's going to be really hard for anyone to understand what you do. At least that's my opinion. Yeah. And if you do have something complicated and you absolutely cannot get it down into three to five words, then your goal is to make it where they make them curious, you know, say something that would make them go, wait, what? You know, and then you have permission to continue the conversation. And now if you need two or three sentences to explain it, you've gotten permission to keep speaking. And yeah. I mean, that's all marketing really is, right? It's trying to do something that gives us permission to keep speaking. <laughs> I mean, there you go. Simplifying things. Mm -hmm. and it's yeah. Well, and I mean, that's what being an expert really starts to do when you start thinking about it, right? So it's like you're told to put more humanity into your brand. Well, it's really hard to do with a company name, you know, Widget Corp. It's not going to have humanity. And I don't care how cutesy your name is or how awesome your logo is or how many hours you spent designing your like brand message and mission state. It doesn't matter. There's no, there's no human in it, you know, but once you take somebody who's fun and quirky and has blue hair and says like, Hey, you know, like, hi, I'm weird. Do you want to be weird with me? Oh, maybe. Yeah. Let's talk. Like, you know, now you have permission to have a conversation. It's like when you start positioning yourself as an expert, there's a human. And so many people put all this effort into personas and into avatars. And it's like, you know what, if you would just run around and be a human, just be a ridiculous, quirky, full of typos, weird human. It doesn't, you don't need personas. You're going to naturally attract the people that want to do things with you. That's just going to happen. You're putting yourself out in the world, being an expert, talking about things you're passionate about and that you like doing. Random people are going to come up to you and be like, I like that. Can we talk? That's exactly, you're gonna I mean, that's services. exactly right. Whether, <laughs> and I think people, the thing that stops a lot of people, I think there's two. The first one is they're so worried about being judged by somebody or, oh, I might repel someone somewhere that would pay me money. 
And it's like, well, if you like, I've literally heard people say that, well, if I showed up with blue hair, somebody wouldn't buy from me. Who the fuck cares? Mm-hmm. Like, and I've heard that a lot. I've heard so many people that are like, I'm so afraid to have, like, you're so cool that you're, you're willing to take that risk. And I'm like, what do you mean risk? The bigger risk is that I end up working with a bunch of people I fucking hate. You know, I've been there. I've done that. I mean, like I've let go of a whole bunch of clients at one time because I was like, these are not the people that I need in my life. You know, and it was like, you just have to like, I can't help you because you're not somebody that I even want to be in a room with for 10 minutes. You know, I'm not doing the best service for those people. And I'm doing them a favor by telling them to go away. You know what I mean? Well, I think Let me introduce you to somebody else who's plain and boring and will listen to you for two hours, you know, because that's not me. Well, I think in the very beginning, maybe this has to do with like stages of entrepreneurship, which we're, we're kind of going down a rabbit hole, but I think this will be informative to anyone listening. So like the first stage is I need to get business. I want to make money and I don't know what to do. I don't, I haven't done anything really yet that I'm able to help people with. So I'll take anyone who will give me money and I would be scared to death to do anything that would stop people from giving money. And as counterintuitive as it sounds, if that's your attitude, it's going to be really hard to make any money because no, you're not going to be attractive, right? Like you're not, nobody knows what you do. And you're not like somebody who is saying I'm in demand when you show up with blue hair or when you show up and you take a stand, I take a stand on very little to no social media, right? Quality Mm -hmm. over quantity, 100%. I believe you can have a very small email list, make a ton of money. If you connect with them, those are, those are polarizing statements and I'm not for everyone, but the minute you say that 80% of the world, 8 billion people will say, you're not for me, but then 20% will be like, I want to know more about that. And the minute they say that, then you, to your point, you have permission to go further and to talk to them. And half the time they'll come up to you and say, how do you do the thing that you do? How do you, how do you run a business with blue hair? I thought I had to look like a, you know, a very professional person. How do you, I get the question all the time. How do you run a successful business living in Airbnbs? How do you manage your time? How do you only work you know, I only take calls 20 hours a week. How do you do that? How do you take Fridays off? Like, how do you, but you have to be willing to say, I do these things, right? Yep. And I mean, like so many people get, I think they're so worried about trying to be everything for everyone, not being seen as good enough that what they don't realize is by heading down that rabbit hole, you're actually not good enough because you have never worked at getting really good at one or two key things that they need. You know, and it's like people are so afraid. And I run into this all the time because like one of my other companies at Content Ninjas, we, you know, we're outsourced content production for marketing agencies. And we run into agencies all the time that want to hide us and white label us. And it's like, why? Why why does your client care? They don't care. They want results. If you're a marketing agency, network or bring in the people that can get very specific things. Like I don't have a single problem going and saying like, hey, I'm not the best person for you, but let me go introduce you to the person who is. Or, hey, I've went and found the person and I'm going to manage that relationship and contract to them. But my expertise is that I found what you need. I found and I will manage. Yeah. Right. I mean, the reason that any marketing agency would be scared to do that is because they're they're over here and getting started and they're scared they're going to lose the income. Yeah. They don't want the client knowing that they're not doing all of those things. Like, oh, you don't know how to write my content? No, I don't. I hired the person who is a badass at writing content and they're going to do it instead of me. Like, why is that a problem? But to your point earlier, like stages of business, when you're early, you just feel like if you tell your client that you don't know how to do a thing, 
they're just not going to want to work with you. But it, it's always been the opposite in my experience. I have more respect that you're willing to say, hey, no, this is my lane. But let me help you with the other lanes that you well, need to get where you need to go. Hey, I just wanted to take a quick break from this episode. Are you enjoying the story so far? Would you like to know how to use storytelling and story selling in your business? Check the show notes down below or go to storyselling.how to grab my free mini course on story selling and start implementing this in your business right now. All right, let's jump back to the episode. Yeah, the uh, I mean, 100%. So what it what is really happening is when you say, I'm not the person, but I know the person and I trust them. One, the person immediately trusts you because you're being honest. Because if we know, if somebody tells us, oh, I'm a great copywriter. Oh, I'm a great video editor. Oh, I'm great at writing stuff. I'm great at social media. I can run all your ads for you. You're like, bullshit, bullshit right? Like, I don't, yeah. I don't believe that for a second. Oh, and you're only $800 a month to work with? Hmm. Um, I mean, but there's a ton of those pitches out there. Right. But the minute you say, you know what, I'm, I'm, I am great at being a storytelling copywriter. I'm not good at Facebook, but I have somebody who I completely trust and they run our ads for it as part of our package. I will manage that person for you. And I'll make sure that your ads are run correctly. That's all the person, the business owner wants to hear because they don't know anything about any of it. They just want to know that they can trust you. And that's going back to like the very start of this. In today's marketplace, 20, 25 years ago, to me, it was things were about what you did because there were still like little pieces of blue ocean. There was the first person who did like traffic, right? There was the first person who did webinars really well. Nowadays, there are, I mean, I do webinars. There are 20 other people that I can name off that do webinars. You do content. I'm sure you know other people who do content. What people are buying, this is what I like bang through people's head. What people are buying is you. Like you or me, they're buying your persona and I know that person. I like that person. I trust that person. If you have blue hair, that helps you stand out. That helps people know what you're about, right? Well, so, and I mean, I think you've got to like, really embrace this concept of liking the people that you work with and liking what you do every day. I feel like we're kind of tied to this entrepreneurs are supposed to grind mentality. Like if you're not working 80 hours a week, if you don't hate at least 60 of those 80 hours that you're not doing entrepreneurship, right? <laughs> like it's okay to like what you do and to like the people that you surround yourself with. And I think we undercut how bad negative people really, they sap our emotional energy. And you're just not able to. And I'm not a woo-woo person most of the time. I'm more of a facts kind of person, but I truly believe there's a mental energy component. Yeah. Some people will suck the life out of you if you let them. And it doesn't matter how much money they're paying you. They hold your entire self back and you can't do things, you know? Well, that's, I mean, once you, once you move out of that first stage of entrepreneurship, you realize like there are plenty of people that will give you money. So work with people that you like. And how do you attract those people versus this? So I would love to hear your firing client story. Um, I fired, I had, 10, <laughs> I had 10 businesses that were under me as a Facebook agency. I was on a cruise. I was on the marketer's cruise and 2 a.m. had a few drinks and like I was complaining. They're like, why don't you just let them go? And I was like, you're right. And I sent them all an email, found them all a new home. 24 hours later, I had a completely different business. So what I what was your story? Because that's that's like the moment that it clicked for me. I was like, you're right. Why am I doing this? I hate what I'm doing. And life is too yep. short to hate what I'm doing. 
I've had a couple of those. I had one really bad client that we kept for over two years, which was ridiculous. Um, and when we let that one go, there was just such relief for me, for the team and everything. And this was at Sparkative, one of my, uh, my marketing agency. So another one of my companies. Um, and then it just kind of cascaded after that. I think there was about 20 or 30 small clients that we let go. We found them other homes or we said, hey, this just isn't working for you. You need something else. And this isn't what we do. But we tried to find as many of them as we could, other homes. There were a few that were just like, yeah, I'm just not going to do anything like this anymore. We'll go away. Um, it just it changed everything. It, it was a huge shift. And then I feel like that's, that's all business is, right? It's like constant moments of mindset shifts. Like we're in the middle right now of shutting down our website hosting service that we had for ages. And there were like 120 clients on that service, but it wasn't making me happy. I didn't want to manage it anymore. It was driving me crazy. So we literally sent an email out to every single one of them and said, you have until the middle of November. Here's who we recommend. Here's another web development company that can help you if you need help, but bye. Um, and I mean, we did it very respectfully, but I mean, it, it just, it's a huge burden lifted when you do those things and you can focus on doing what you do well. And I mean, I think there's a lot of power in that, you know, doing what you do well, if you focus down, that, that's the thing about niching. I think like I've been told for years, especially in the marketing agency space, you have to niche, you have to niche. It's going to help your marketing. It's going to help your messaging. What everybody neglected to tell you is that it helps your internal processes, you get really freaking good at doing a few really good things and you start to have an impact that you wouldn't have had trying to be everything for everybody. Like, and that thing could be that you're just an awesome, you know, project manager. You're going to go find and collect all of the humans that they need to achieve the whole thing. And you're going to make sure all the humans are moving like they should as good little pieces on the board and getting the result. Like you don't even necessarily have to be good at marketing. You just have to be good at finding people and organizing people that are good at marketing. That can totally be a skill set. You can be an awesome marketing agency and not know anything about marketing if you're good at people. Well, that's a hundred percent. There is like you can make money doing anything as long as you are good at it. So two things that you said earlier that I want to go back to. One is the and it's my second reason that people get stuck in the in the I'll sell anything trap and it's that they don't feel like they're good enough at something or they're not good enough at something, which leads into the thing that you said, which is, which I agree with, take the time to get good at something. Mm -hmm. So many people come in and they want to shortcut the game and be like, oh, I'm, I'm great at copy. I read one book on copywriting or I took a course on copy and it's like, take the time to get good at something. The One of the discussions I have a lot with people is you went to college for five years, you got out and you made 40 grand year one. Why would entrepreneurship, why do you think that you could come in and in six weeks suddenly be a millionaire? Like that's not how this game works. It's a long-term game. The difference is if you go to college and follow a traditional career path, you hit a ceiling, 100, 120K maybe. If you do entrepreneurship well, 10 years in, you should be making almost everyone I know that is 10 years in that has been doing it and growing every year hits the million dollar mark somewhere between year like seven and 10. Mm -hmm. Yep. And I mean, it's, you're selling more than just your own time. So when you go into the traditional workspace world, you're trading your time for dollars. That's the best you can do. But when you move out, you have a bunch of different avenues in entrepreneurship. You're trading other people's time for money. You're trading your knowledge for money. And it's like the more of those pieces you can add on, the more money you can make. That's why people are on this whole uh, infopreneur thing. I think it's what they're calling it now, where you're selling your knowledge for money. And there's so many layers to that. And I think it's almost getting oversaturated. That's one of my little soapboxes that I stand on. 
They don't just do training that teaches people how to do a thing that they have no business knowing how to do. <laughs> like just offer the done for you component, make some extra money and make sure they get the result. Um, so that's my little, my little soapbox, but you have to be able to manage a team to do stuff like that too. I mean, you've got to be able to plug the right humans in and you've got to manage the humans and it's like, there's just stuff you've got to be able to do, you know, but it just gets so much easier when you do that. When you stop trying to be everything for everyone, when you, and another trend, oh, total little tangent. Another trend I've seen here lately is entrepreneurs teaching themselves to do things so that they are confident they can hire a person to do it, which I had done that for years and didn't think about it until I watched so many other people do it. And I'm like, that is so, why are you doing that? Your intent is to hire another person. Like how many people are teaching themselves to run ads or teaching themselves to build website pages, knowing they're going to hire someone else, but they want to feel like they know how to have a conversation and know that they're so put your energy into knowing how to hire the right person. Go ask people that do ads. Like what would you look for if you were hiring ad person, go ask for recommendations for ad people. Like don't waste your time trying to learn how to do the thing yourself. When your intent, when your goal is to hire another human to do it, put your energy into learning how to hire the human. I mean, that's, I think, I mean, I agree with you. I'll start with that. I think a lot of people do it. I know I did in the beginning because mm-hmm. I didn't have the money to hire people. So I was like, oh, I got to I gotta get good enough at website layout that I can lay out something that works. I've got to get good enough at copy. I also like to learn. But as I have grown, it is 100%. Who can I find? And like, there, I consulted for a company where they were having, they were a family company. They had four family members doing everything and like getting them to outsource. But like, I saw this with them. And then I saw it with me, the minute they started to outsource, it took them a minute. And then they saw that they didn't have to do it. And they went from like, that person's not going to do it well enough to like, I don't care. It's better. It's good enough. And it's off my plate. And now like, it's one less thing I have to do. I'm not working 80 hours a week. And I, I did the same thing. Like I like writing copy. I got pretty good at it. But hiring a copywriter that can do 80% of it, man, so much time and like energy and weight just gone. Um, And I think, I think you're right though. Like a lot of them try to, well, I need to know how to run ads so that I can make sure that I'm not getting screwed. It would be much better to go ask people that are really good at ads, how they would hire an ad person or something to look for, spend a couple hours doing that, not six months learning to run ads. Absolutely. It's a, a good call. Definitely. I mean, everybody I've talked to that has hired someone, I had the same epiphany myself. It's like, as soon as I hired, like I was trying to do everything at content ninjas. And then I was, I went to crystal, one of my good writers. And I was like, do you want to just run this? Like, and I gave her probably like 70% of the running duties and she did. And it was like, Oh my, there's no going back. And that was the moment I realized that if it sits on my to-do list, it's going to take 10 times longer to do. And it's not going to be done as well as it needs to get done because that's not what I live for every day. It's not my thing. And it's like, if you can plug someone in who is super passionate about that one thing, like I interviewed somebody on my podcast the other day, she just makes gifts. She calls them gifts because they're her gift to people. She makes gifts for Instagram. One stupid little thing, but she is so passionate about it. And there is nobody in the world that I wouldn't trust to like, if I'm going to get a gift for Instagram, I'm going to go to her. That's who I'm going to go to because like she does that one thing really, really, really well. She does other things. But because of that one thing that she has insanely gotten passionate about and put so much energy and effort into, I'm never going to put that much effort or interest into it. She's going to do it better than I would every single time. 
because I'm just doing 10 million things. And that's why people say when you hire, you end up growing. Every single time you hire, you end up growing because your time and energy is spent on better things instead of teaching yourself this one random thing that is not going to be what you do when you grow up. (laughs) Well, that's, I mean, the difference, somebody told me this getting, when I was getting started and I didn't get it at the time, but I definitely get it. Like, I think it took me three years, but they said like the role of an entrepreneurship. I mean, if you've read like rocket fuel, right? Mm -hmm. Entrepreneur versus implementer. Entrepreneur is visionary. We love to have a lot of big ideas and have buckets to put things in. We are at our best when we're doing that. We're not at our best when we're doing to-do lists, right? I mean, I have I have more lists around than I care to mention, but I have people that I assign the list to, right? It's yep. like what I I get to pick what this person is working on. I get to work pick what my copywriter is working on. I get to pick what my video editor is working on. I get to pick what my content person is on. And then they get to go work on that stuff. And they are, they're super passionate. And that allows us to have more ideas where entrepreneurs get bogged down and where we get out of momentum is, oh my goodness, I got this list and I'm working on like the nitty gritty stuff. Yeah. That's not, not where we should be spending our time. So I want to bring this back to the expert piece. So how do you help somebody in 90 days go from defining what their superpower is to becoming the expert in it? What are, what are some of the things that you see people make mistake? I mean, we just went and talked through, they're trying to do too much. They're having a hard time with their statement. How do you kind of get them? Cause I think the biggest thing is for them to see that they're an expert because the minute they believe they're an expert, like really believe it in here, not just like put out like some post that says, I'm really good at X, pay me lots of money. How do you get them to see themselves as the expert? What are some of the things that you do? What are, or what are some of the mistakes that people make maybe either way? I just wanted to take a short break from this episode and let you know about one of the biggest secrets I have found when it comes to converting webinars. If you have a webinar and it's not converting as well as you want, or if you're thinking about building a webinar and you want to grab this tip, it has helped numerous people. One of my clients, we actually doubled their conversion rate just by implementing this one simple step. And you can grab it at deathtobadwebinars.com or by clicking in the show notes below. All right, let's jump back to the episode. I think like one of the biggest things that we do a little bit differently with that is the onboarding is very one-on-one. So it's like you're, you're not having to go do homework and try and get yourself through the mindset and all that kind of stuff. You're doing it with me. Like I, I'm going to look at you. I'm going to talk to you. We're going to talk about who your raving fans are, the people that you want to know and you know spend your days with. We're going to talk about what you're really good at and try and find that superpower. And you're not going to guess. You're not going to get it wrong and run the weird direction. Like I'm going to work on it with you. And then we talk about the value that you can provide. You know, and I feel like that's like you can't do those pieces in a group environment. You've got to do those on your own. So we make that like something where they work with me one on one to get that right. And then we move into the group environment where we start actually putting all the pieces together. And over the course of putting the pieces together, it really starts to click. You know, they get their first book put out. They get their personal like myname.com website put up in the world. They get, you know, at least 25 or so pieces of content like video and stuff where they're like, hey, this is what you need to know about this particular thing. And we build a very specific funnel that gets people into their space for like workshops, for challenges, for, you know, whatever they want to do with them after that. And we're building it all for you. So instead of wasting your time on like, how do you write a book? What should the chapters be? How do you design the cover? 
it's how do you use a book for marketing? Because we're just going to write your book for you. We're going to hand you a book. Now, what do you do? Now, how do you leverage that? We're going to hand you your first workshop. We're going to hand you your first challenge. We're going to hand you all of your copy written, your video edited. You can't not see yourself as an expert when it's done. You're going to take over the internet in like 90 days <laughs> and have so much out there that's like, this is who I am. This is who I want to work with. And this is how I help change their life. Done, period, run with it. You can expand on it later, but most people are missing that one really strong funnel. And like one girl I'm working with, her superpower is simplifying complex business systems. She's just really good at it from like a technical perspective and outlining perspective. She's going to be helping people build 90-day programs, 90-day coaching programs. She's helping me build mine. She's putting it all together. And it's like, that was the application of her superpower. So she's going to put out a lot of content around what a good 90-day coaching program is, what you need to include, what the touch points are, how to set up your like technology to run a 90-day, because there's a lot of technology involved with that. You're not just going to run around and be a genius for 90 days. Like you've got to have stuff. And by the time she puts all that out into the world, man, she is the person to go to if you're trying to build a 90 day program, but she can add more services. She can add like, what do you do for your continuity and membership programs on the back end? What do you do for your, like, so that doesn't have to be the only space she lives in forever because her superpower is simplifying complex business systems. So she could pick another set of raving fans. She could pick another way to deliver value, but it's always going to kind of come back to that same superpower. So you can expand, you're not boxed in, but it gives you a starting point. Does that kind of make sense? <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, the thing that I tell people, because people are like, well, I'm good at this and I'm good at this. And I'm like, what's your favorite out of those? And mm -hmm. I don't care what it is. It doesn't matter. Pick one because people have to know what to come into your world for. I mean, people come into my, I'm this, my business is modeled on this. I'm really good at business strategy. I'm good at seeing holes and like the, the thing that you're missing that will make you money, right? Like you're doing something over here, but what you really should be doing over here. But we start with webinar. We start with webinars. We start with story. I'm a big quality over quantity. That's one of my temp poles. But I can't, that's, that doesn't get customers in the door. What gets customers in the door is I can help you build a webinar. I can help you build a webinar that is different from anything on the market that's story-based and super interactive and will drive the sale of a $1,000 to $3,000 product. That's a sexy- Get your thought. little three-name thing. You're the webinar guy. And once webinar. they come in for webinars- yeah. You've got them. You can sell whatever you want after well, that. Well, that's exactly. That's what I, yep. and that's what I tell everyone. Once they come in and I do a webinar with them, we talk about, okay, so now you have the webinar. Let's build a four-hour workshop. Let's build a two-day event. Let's build a coaching program. Let's work on your marketing. Email is a huge thing that people, like people are like, how do you write emails that actually get, like I have almost a 30% open rate. They're like, how do you get an open rate like that? Well, I'll show you. But that's not what we do up front. What we do up front is the webinar and the stories because doing those two things gives you all the other stuff. Anyone should be doing the same thing, right? Like if you're a content person, content should be the, the podium that you stand on. Once they come to you, you can do other stuff. But people have to know. And that's what you're, you're telling. You're going to work for 90 days. We're going to put out a video. We're going to put out books. We're going to put out so much content around one specific thing that people will come to you for that. You'll know what to charge. You will have testimonials. Testimonials are a huge thing. If you have, if you have 10 testimonials, but they're all on different things, People don't know what you do and you can't send them. If somebody wants to work with me to do a webinar, I send them 15 testimonials and three in-depth case studies. Here are the things that I do. Enjoy. 
Like, yeah. And I think that's the power of it. I mean, once you've got that kind of put together, you've got that fundamental piece, you have freedom to expand from there. And you don't even have to do the extra marketing, which is what I love because so many people put so much effort into marketing. They launch a new thing, they launch a new course, they launch a new whatever. And it's like, just be the person who does this one thing. I mean, like my chick that builds 90 day programs, like does the tech and all the strategy for 90 day programs. Just be that. Put all your effort and energy and content out into the world around that one thing. And then just talk to people about the rest. That doesn't mean you have to, you don't have to build new landing pages. You don't have to build new courses. You don't have to write new, like just take the people you already like working with that come out of that, do more. And it's so simple in a way, but so complicated. And people are so afraid to make that leap and get narrowed in and pigeonholed and whatever. But it's like, it helps people do business with you. It goes back to their level one entrepreneurs. They're over here in the, I just need money, whatever people will pay me money for. If I say that I'm not good at copy, they might not pay me. So, but it's like, as soon as you shift your mind and get into, this is what I, this is who I am. This is what I do. And this is how I get paid. Like that's the method that I tell people, like people understand and they will give you money. It's amazing. So tell me a little bit more about the program. What does it look like? When do you, you have, first off, tell us what's on the website. Let's start with the website. Maybe that'll be a good place. So like for the actual website that we build for people, is that what you're asking? No, no, no. For, for superpower. Like if somebody wants to join your program, how do they do that? Yeah, absolutely. You head over to superpowersintosales.com. So pretty straightforward. We've got lots of good stuff there. There's going to be lots of little, we're calling them info snacks. So quick, short ways to solve small problems. There'll be lots of little videos and content around that. There's little small email challenges, workshops and stuff that you can join, or you can jump into the full 90 day program. So kind of wherever you're at, mindset wise, budget wise, time wise, whatever you want to do. There's stuff there to help you at every different stage. Some of it's free, some of it's paid, but lots of stuff to get into. Nice. And if somebody works for you for 90 days, what is the outcome? Like, what are they going to have at the end? They will be an expert everywhere. So, I mean, we revamp all your social profiles, revamp your website, put your book out in the world. Like you are going to be the person for that thing, for that group of people, whatever your thing is and whatever your group of people is, you're the go-to for that thing. Nice. I mean, that's a pretty good promise. You can't argue with that. (laughs) So the website is listed down below in the show notes. Make sure you check it out. If you could tell people one thing not to do, one thing that is stopping them from being an expert in their space, we've covered a lot, but if it was just one thing that they should stop doing, what would that be? Stop being everything for everyone. And your everyone is probably much smaller than you think it is like your niche of a 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 micro dot of a group of people (laughs) like stop being everything for them nice i think that is great advice well christina i want to say thank you so much for coming on i really enjoyed the conversation we could probably talk for another hour with no problem we make fun of some bad ads tell people what to do but we would enjoy that more than the listeners maybe so i just want to say thank you so much for sharing oh thank you for having me on This has been a lot of fun. (laughs) It's my pleasure. Um, Until next time, everybody else, take action, change lives, and make money. We will see you soon. Thanks for checking out today's show. Do you want the fast and easy Cliff Notes version of the actionable steps from today's episode? If so, go to actionbullets.com and download yours today. Also, if you're looking to start using story selling in your business and have stories do 90% of the hard work for you, 
Grab my free course at storyselling.how today. Till next time, take action, change lives, and make money. We'll see you soon.